0: Podcasts. We've got our take cannons loaded and ready, ready. Absolutely dominant on deep routes. Absolutely dominant on short the routes. Boys are back. Excellent
1: separation against man coverage. This is reception, Perception the show.
0: Yo, what's going on, everybody? James Co, Matt Harmon here with you, and you're listening to Reception, Perception, the show. Got a great show. Got a special show in front of us here today because for the very first time, Matt. We're bringing on a guest.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't even know if I really want to call Zach Miller a guest, um, because not to, not to hype my guy up here, but I am, I'm not like sort of sure. I'm not a little bit sure. I'm a hundred percent sure that uh, receptionperception.com, dot receptionperception, as most people know it today. Um, would have never gotten off the ground as smoothly as it did uh, without the help of Zach Miller. Randomly comes into my life in an Instagram DM and saves my ass in so many ways. Um, yeah, man, uh, Zach is awesome. I'm glad we're here, uh, he, or he's here on the show, and I, I'm glad uh, that we're going to be having this whole big conversation today.
2: Dude, I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. High praise from from one of the best in the industry. Yeah, the Instagram DM aspect. It's, uh, it's the way to go. But uh, dude, I've I've loved everything I'm doing. Being first guest on the RP show, it's an absolute honor talking with you guys. Some fantasy football, so. Can't think of a better way to spend my night, to be honest with you.
0: But yeah, man, our guy, Zach Miller, man, he has been on our ass about talking more dynasty. So, of course, we bring him in and we're going to talk some more dynasty here, man. All right. So we got a big show in front of us here today. Um, We're going to hit on Jamar Chase. What's going on there in Cincinnati? How can they not find a way to get my guy Jamar Chase the ball? It don't make no damn sense whatsoever. And then we're going to have a couple rankings debates here. Okay. We're going to talk Marquise Brown. We're going to talk Jalen Waddle as well. Are they too high? Are they too low? Where does Matt have these guys ranked? And what does our guy Zach Miller Uh, think about those rankings as well? Okay, we're going to talk Brees Hall too. Got to talk about Brees Hall. We're talking about Dynasty. We got to talk about these rookie running backs, man. Brees Hall, Damian Pierce, certainly on the docket for today. But can we start in Carolina? Let's talk about Matt Rule. Matt Rule getting fired this AM. All right, so instant reaction here, Matt. DJ Moore Um, and CMC, certainly the two most fantasy relevant names, the the two most relevant names on the offensive side of the football. Your kind of thought process when Matt Rule got fired there, and what does it mean uh, for their production moving forward?
1: You know, it almost felt like a mercy firing at this point by David Tepper because (laughs) this thing was over. I think you could argue that it was probably over a long, long time ago. Um, If you really want to do like the alternate timeline thing here for a second, guys, Okay. Does it does it get this bad? I mean, and, and we're talking about rotten to the frickin' core with the Carolina Panthers and that ecosystem right now at this point. You know, Baker Mayfield playing like the stone worst quarterback in the NFL. Um, You know, really nothing going on on offense. Does it ever get this bad if they just like kind of stuck with Teddy Bridgewater and Joe Brady? I, I would argue that it it wouldn't because, you know, it wasn't that that long ago that Teddy was getting – uh, Curtis Samuel to 1,000 total yards. Obviously, got to lead off with Curtis Samuel. DJ Moore to 1,000 yards. Robbie <laughs> oh Anderson at 1,000 yards I know. In, in 2020. So, um, wild as it is, this thing went really bad really quickly. You know, it was never going to work with Matt Rule. So, um, you know, you get it out of the way at this point, and now they'll sort of kind of try to, you know, start the search now, basically. You know, I know that David Tepper said, yeah, go for it.
0: I No, I was going to say, I'll jump on top of that and also say in that alternate universe, I would feel so much better about Carolina right now if Joe Brady was the head coach. Um, and with Matt Rule completely out of the way, no say in the offense whatsoever, let Joe Brady let this thing run <laughs> like that. Yeah. I w- so it's very you're, you're right. That would be very interesting if they had just stuck to their guns there and kept Teddy B. Um, and Joe Brady, but uh, but Zach, what are your thoughts there on those uh, on those two pass ca- or excuse me the the pass catcher uh, and the running back in DJ Moore and CMC? Yeah, I mean
2: he is nailing it. I mean basically Matt Rule had to come into the season and just not embarrass his team to keep his job, and I mean that's that's what he did, right? He em- played some embarrassing football. So yeah, I mean it's hard that. to think of DJ Moore being in a worse spot. So I uh, I'm with you on there where like you've got someone else running the offense. Maybe can you get him in some spots to catch the ball that aren't just so tight, but you've got baker mayfield what came out today high ankle sprain out for at least a couple weeks the news around the block is that sam Darnold's still not ready to go so we got pj walker coming back in making some plays in the offense but you know he's he's had a good rapport with dj Moore before who's to say that he can at least give him some life now um i think that's the hope right you hope it can't get worse for dj Moore. we've seen a lot of good things from him so i i like the idea of buying young players but I'm terrified, man. I'm absolutely terrified to buy into anybody on this Panthers team right now.
1: And here's the deal, man. Zach is right to talk about, like, okay, if this thing is going to get better, the hope is that P.J. Walker, at least for the rest of 2022, and, you know, maybe even Sam Darnold when he gets back. As bad as that is to say, I mean, Sam Darnold compared, like, in the first three, four weeks of 2021, like, to Baker Mayfield this year, it's not even close, like, in terms of who is better. Because I... I started even riffing about it at the, before we started taping the show. I had to dial it back in because I'm I'm so irritated about this. These these hucksters out there, these these hope, uh, peddlers, <laughs> wow. snake oil salesmen, trying to you know t- conjure hucksters. up these tra- these trade destinations for DJ Moore. I, let me maybe maybe this is just like a person deep inside me who has been. You know way too scorned by like oh man alan robbins got to get out of chicago he got to give himself traded somewhere oh terry mclaurin he's got to give himself traded out of washington it's not gonna happen okay dj moore is not getting <laughs> traded somewhere in the middle of the season you can you can clip this out tim can edit the video yeah. clip this thing out if i'm wrong oh because he's God. not getting traded in the middle of the season dj moore just signed a new contract this offseason and like for a panthers team probably should want to consider you know we know who David Tepper is he's gonna first and foremost I don't think he'll get one but he'll probably try to attract a big fish right like I'm sure he's yeah. already got a call into Sean Payton and Sean Payton's agent right they want to <laughs> not make this thing look like a total disaster from a roster standpoint um okay. DJ Moore just signs a new contract he's one of their good young players and this is also not a team like From a book standpoint, that looks like a rebuilding operation. The Panthers are third to the bottom in terms of cap space for next year, and I'm sure that trading DJ Moore would incur a bunch of dead cap charges for a team that really can't afford it. By the way, it is ironic that the other two teams at the basement there—New Orleans Saints, Tampa Bay Buccaneers—the NFC South is in debt, baby. Um, So (laughs) I wouldn't go getting your hopes up about about DJ Moore getting traded. Maybe CMC is a separate conversation, but. The rest of like, you know, my, my whole Twitter timeline points felt like it was trying to get a Panthers receiver traded out of there. DJ Moore is their only good player. I mean, maybe Robbie Anderson still has something. The rest of these guys are total goofballs. Give me a break here, like trying to trying to salvage this Panthers situation. It is what it is.
0: It really is sad, too, because, like, you know, th- their their defense actually could be really good. You know, I think they've got some real athletes and some real playmakers on the defensive side of the football. And then offensively, I, I hear what you're saying in regards to the overall overall landscape of it all you know um if you have d if you got dj Moore, you've got cmc you've got some decent building blocks right there you know um i'm not saying they're like a quarterback away or something but you know what they're no. like a quarterback away from like a playoff berth you know what i'm saying that's how bad that's how badly this team has been run uh, but i really believe in their defensive on the defensive side of the football they've got some real playmakers there Uh, but yeah no hey listen it is always I don't care Matt you could be the old man yelling at this guy I don't care I'm not gonna be that dude I love thinking about these like what if trades like I love thinking about got good players going to better teams dude forget these dumpster fire franchises that like are hanging on to good players like no I don't care about that man like give me (laughs) hope is poison (laughs)
1: james hope yeah, is poison james hope i'm is poison. one of those guys i can't
2: like i was on you i was on the timeline this morning since so i was like if the packers don't go out and at least make an offer for dj Moore, oh. they're doing themselves a disservice but it's not going to happen Zach. because no team <laughs> trades less than the packers unless yeah. they're sending away good players and they don't have the money so like uh. what what possibly like uh, you see the stuff about christian mccaffrey you see that that's but like are you going to get rid of two players under the age of 25 years old do you think you're that far away from competing that you're like ready to just shell out your offense basically.
1: Yeah, I Zach, I was, I was once like you, you know, full head of hair, young, <laughs> so optimistic, like you. you know, think, <laughs> thinking that, uh, thinking, thinking <laughs> oh, that, uh, the Packers <laughs> were going to trade for a star receiver. Nah, man, that, that'll never happen. Um, but to your, to your point though, I, I do think the McCaffrey situation might be a different conversation because just because of the position he plays, um, you know, we know the bills inquired about him in the offseason and, and, rumors are that he they're they're calling I don't know if it's true or not but people have said that the the bills have put in a call again um it would be kind of cr- I mean the bills are in that window where they could probably you know like write it off on their taxes right at this point that okay we, yeah. we, we traded we we just drafted a running back on the second day of the NFL draft yeah uh, we just <laughs> so but whatever who cares and it was basically just for to be like a light beer version of Christian McCaffrey's what they got James Cook uh for but you know they could they could write that off but I think his contract makes him, you know, yeah, pretty tough, pretty tough asset to trade there uh, for Chris McCaffrey. So I bet he played. And another thing, too, how many teams right now, just from this is like a big picture view, how many rebuilding teams out there right now really want to do like the Sashi Brown thing, like tear the roster down to the studs, you know, burn it all to the
0: ground and just, just get a get bunch of draft picks. picks? Yeah, look at look at that's I mean, all it, you do. Is just get picks. Don't even don't even make the picks. Just get more picks. You know, that's exactly. What, that's look, look how Brown that model. turned
1: out. Look how that turned <laughs> out for the Browns. Meanwhile, you know, a team like Buffalo, they did. They didn't tear it down to the studs, but they did shed a bunch of ca- salary cap space and incur a bunch of dead money. But they still competed for a playoff spot with Tyrod. The the, the damn Giants right now They're They were tearing it down from a salary perspective, but they're four and one. They're not embarrassing in the meantime. And I, I think that's the thing that a lot of these teams don't want to get outright embarrassed, you know, um, when they're out there on the field. And that's why DJ Moore will stay with the Panthers and Chris McCaffrey plays with the Panthers too.
0: <laughs> First of all, I want to know, like, wh- <laughs> what what side of the damn bed did you wake up on today? You're throwing out terms like huckster, and and snake oil salesman, like bro, you're you're pulling out word, like phrases from the 1920s, like like what is happening?
2: <laughs> yeah. Playing a little Red Dead Redemption oh, this
1: morning. That's, that's what home. it is. I wish I wish I was. God, oh I wish I was. I god, that was god. like my favorite game back when I played video games. But you guys know this. Uh, I have a, <laughs> what what I've called over the years a complicated relationship with the Carolina Panthers. So perhaps it's true because. Because we're intersecting Panthers talk with, you know, wide receiver hope, like these guys like DJ Moore getting salvaged, like perhaps it's these two topics so close and painful to the heart that that I feel this way. But this is how I feel about it. And I I think it's best that other folks don't get their hopes up. (laughs)
0: <laughs> spoken like, by the way, spoken like a true, truly spurned fan. We are like, if I can't have any happiness, I don't want anybody else to have any happiness either. You know, everyone else can be depressed with me. That's, um, right. that's what I. That's what I love about it. But uh, interesting setup there in Carolina right now. Uh, you've got Steve Wilkes, who is a former head coach, he is now the head coach now, and then they've also had a former head coach as their offensive coordinator. So it's, I don't know, it's kind of interesting, you know? It's not like they're, it's not like they're going to be managed from from now to the end of the season by people who don't know what they're doing. Do you know what I'm saying? So like that for me is is interesting. It's not like they go from Matt Rule to some fricking like tight ends coach who's like never, ever managed uh, people before, you know? So I don't know. I think, I think from that angle, actually, um, it is interesting. And I do wonder, by the way, but because of that, do these guys elevate their game because the vibes in Carolina were just horrific, yeah. you know? Um, and it's like, you know, it's like that old, what is it? The Dion saying, right? Like look good, feel good, feel good, play good. Like we'll take the look good part out of it, but just like the feel good, play good part is like, that's a real thing. That's a real thing. Um, so I just, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious to see what will happen with DJ Moore. Um, okay. Back to the dynasty discussion though. Um Matt I want to pick your brain on this. Okay, so DJ Moore, 25 years old or whatever it is. Uh who knows who the head coach is going to be. Um you know who the ownership group is there with David Tepper. Uh and you look at the the roster overall. Okay, so now how does you know the Matt rule, you know, firing, how does that impact where you kind of have DJ Moore? Where do you have DJ Moore right now in Dynasty?
1: Yeah, I think I bumped him down in my latest um in my latest updates, but in, here, I think, uh,
2: 26 is where you have him right now. Look at that. Zach, Zach, Zach knows Zach. Of course I'm ready. I'm me. ready.
1: <laughs> Zach knows better than me. That's a, that's good. Um, but yeah, so I, I do think obviously things will get better in Carolina. Like the good news is they, um, and I mean, they can't, they literally can't get worse from a quarterback perspective, right? Like I've said many times, Baker Mayfield, the stone worst quarterback in the NFL this year by any measure. Um, even just the good old fashioned watch of the games test. I mean, Baker Mayfield double clutches, ain't nothing good coming after that. Um, but you know, they'll, they'll probably be in position to get a young quarterback this year, but, um, I do think it's worth having a conversation about DJ more like, DJ Moore is good the, DJ Moore is good but how good is DJ Moore okay I think that's a question worth mm-hmm. having like I think he I we are also we were many years into his career at this point he he was right. drafted in 2018 like we know who DJ Moore is and there's obviously a further unlocking of his skill set that's been that then has been unlocked in Carolina so far but I think the most likely situation for DJ Moore is that he is paired with the rookie quarterback that they draft really highly next year. It kind of sort of takes at least a couple years for a quarterback to be able to be able to be like a talent elevating player, unless they get like a, a great prospect. And even then, like, I mean, Trevor Lawrence has been good, but he was supposed to be like the next, he's been fine. Like, but he's, he was supposed to be the next guy, like the next Andrew Luck. Right. And I wouldn't say that he's necessarily, I mean, he's made like guys like Zay Jones relevant, but, you know, still not like necessarily taking things to the next level there. It's just a bit obviously the draft is a crapshoot. But my point about DJ Moore, um, like yeah, I think if DJ Moore was gonna be paired with Aaron Rodgers or something like that for the next two, three years, I'd be willing to be really excited. But right. I think that DJ Moore has leveled off at this point as a good, not great number one receiver. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that's probably why a part of the reason why we haven't seen him take that jump into the elite tier beyond the fact that he's also been paired with some real goofball quarterbacks
0: uh you know a podcast is official when matt hardman drops goofball quarterback i love it <laughs>